Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Happy, happy, happy Thursday to you all. Today's episode of Post Daily Dose is brought to you by... The Post Institute. For all your latest in educational materials, support, and resources, please visit postinstitute.com. Okay, so I actually completely forgot that it was Daily Dose time. I didn't even feel like opening up my little um, my little tripod. And so I'm just using my phone. If it gets a little shaky, it makes anyone nauseous. But... um. And my day's not over, so I've got interviews I'm fixing to do for the next, uh, for the next, <laughs> I got one of my kiddos is, uh, Facebook messaging me. Um, I've known him since he was, I think, 10 years old. He's now 24 or something, and he's, he's messaging me, wanting me to buy him fake money for Christmas, so, <laughs> um, Anyway, what was I saying? Okay, so I didn't open my tripod. Um, still have three interviews to give this evening and still have a family session to go. So want to just hop on here and uh, chop it up with you guys for just a moment. I uh, went and saw a kiddo today. We're, we're um, in the process of starting some work together, and he's actually in jail. And he's 18, and it made me think... Um, as we, we had a conversation, <clears throat> which is now making me think about a couple of things. Hello, Mimi. Um, number one, life is a journey, and we will oftentimes make lots and lots and lots of mistakes. Just like my assistant Kyle is probably going to make a mistake this evening while I'm gone, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's just between he and I. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, life is filled with, you know, it's a journey. This is a journey. It is not, it's not an outcome. It's a, it's not a destination. And I was talking to this young man, you know, in jail in San Bruno, uh, in the, the county jail, which I don't typically, um, go and spend much time in those environments because, quite frankly, they're kind of scary. The big metal doors and the pushing the buttons and the buzzers. And um, I was glad to get out of there. And this is somewhere he's been repeatedly over uh, his his juvenile career. And now he he uh, had an offense as, and he's 18. And so it, it gets a lot more serious, a lot more risky. But it's like I told him that... You know, he's in jail now. He's 18 years old. He's got the rest of his life. He could get in trouble for what he's done, and he could end up being in jail for the next five years. He's still got the rest of his life. He could get in trouble again and end up in jail for 30 years, and even then, he still has the rest of his life. We mess up. We miss, We make mistakes. We fall down. We fail. We struggle. We suffer. It is a part of life. 
ending up in jail is not the end. The song does not stop playing because you make poor choices and, and end up in, in, in incarceration. No one wants to be there. Most people, most people don't want to be there. But if you have a trauma brain, cause and effect thinking is not something that is uh, optimal, optimally functioning for you. And so it's not, and he's been, he's been down this road before. And so I just told him, I said, look, you know, you screwed up, you made bad choices, but you have a good brain and you have the potential to do something with your life. And that's why I'm here because I believe in you and I feel like you have um, potential. So I wouldn't be here if I didn't feel otherwise. And so I actually left him a copy of the book. We're hoping I talked to his attorney um, on my drive to Ukiah. And uh, we're hoping that he can get out or at least, you know, end up in young adult court, which is a little less uh, less uh, strict. And um, we'll be able to, to get on with the family work that the family reached out to me for. So um, I just I, I want to tell all you parents, I just want to tell all you kids who make stupid decisions and all you parents who do stupid stuff with your kids and and you regret it later. You know, it's not the end of the it's not the end of the road. You might freak out on your kid and yell and fuss or hit or you know threaten or whatever. It's not the end of the world. We all make mistakes in every different kind of way in all kinds of different ways all the time. The best thing we can do is learn from it. Learn from it and try to do better the next time. And that's what I just what I want to encourage all of you to do. This is this is a process. It is not an outcome and we are so outcomes focused in our society we are always focusing and looking at the negative behavior but we never look at the process that led up to the negative behavior just a couple weeks ago i was advocating for one of my kiddos in school and everyone was focused on the fact that he had done something towards his teacher and you know it was it was a serious offense but no one was taking into consideration what exactly was the build up to lead to this point because this kid's not mean this kid's not out to hurt anyone, but he got overwhelmed and he got shamed and embarrassed and he did something stupid and it got him in trouble. But no one's talking about what what the process was that dictates the outcome. So I really want you guys to think about that. When you mess up, it's a great opportunity to learn from and sometimes you have really painful consequences. Those are life consequences. And that you know I could go on this evening about consequences, but I'm not gonna do that. I got an 18 year old kid sitting in jail who's experienced worse consequences his entire life than any than any amount of consequences a parent or a professional could ever give him. And he has not learned because consequences do not teach children how to be responsible. It teaches them how to be reactive. And so that's why I'm always, that's my, always my platform against consequences is that, you know, and, and I'm pretty unwavering on that because when we start focusing on giving children consequences for behavior, the truth of the matter is, is we're just focusing on behavior and we're not focusing on their stress and we're not focusing on their trauma. And if you're not focusing on the stress and the trauma, then you're just trimming the leaves on the tree. You're not coming anywhere close to the roots. But the other thing I told this young man, and I want to, I'm going to leave you guys with this, is that as an adopted child, he was picked up off the streets when he was two years old. I mean, he was running around on the streets at two years old. And uh, was in foster care for a while, and then he was adopted into a pretty decent home. He's got two loving parents that truly love him and care for him and have done their best. It actually reminds me a lot of the family, the home I grew up in. 
Yeah, two parents who they want children and they, they want to love their children and they want to be the best possible parents they can be. But they have their own challenges and struggles as adults, as we all do. And that sometimes reinforces the child's existing level of stress. But I will say that this young man, his biological parents have both been in jail. And so what I told him is, look, dude, you've got genetic imprinting for being in this facility right now. We were in one of those little rooms, you know, where the doors closed and there's two plastic chairs and a big metal table. You have genetic imprinting for being in this space. This is in your DNA. It is not in your DNA to be out there being successful and achieving. It's not. You are going to have to work really, really, really hard to overcome that genetic imprinting because otherwise that genetic imprinting is going to put you in prison for the rest of your life because it's there. That's what you're oriented to do. And he had obviously had never thought about that, but I had to try to help him to just to see, and I'm just planting a seed so he can think. I actually gave him a copy of From Fear to Love and said, you know, check, read this book. I actually told him to read it three times, and it was funny. <laughs> those of you who know me well, especially my kids who know me, they know I, just, I talk trash, like, all the time. Because I have relationship with them. And when, I, when you have relationship with your child, you can just be who you are. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, read, read the book three times. And he kind of smiled and I smiled. And, and, and right before he said it, I said, because what, what, what the hell else do you have to do? And he said, oh, man, I was about to say the same thing. Because you just sat in there, read the book, read it several times. But what I wanted him to understand is that he has this genetic imprinting that is ultimately more oriented towards him being in jail or prison than it is towards him being successful. But he's got an amazing brain and he's going to have to take that and he's going to have to become more mindful and more conscious and more aware of what his what his drives are, those those unconscious drives, because all the time he's spent in residential, all the time he's spent in juvenile detention, now all the time he's been spending in jail over and over and over again, guess what that reinforces? That reinforces those genetic imprints of stress and fear and trauma and chaos and ultimately being in jail. That's what it reinforces. And so he's having more repetition for being in jail than he is for being successful outside of it. And a lot of times we don't think about that. We think children are just making bad choices. It's so much more than just making a bad choice. Their brains are working against them. And it's not just their brains. It's their actual genetic programming. So this is a very, very big deal. And we have to, we have to start really recognizing it and, and thinking about it for what it truly is. So that's all for Big Papa Post tonight. I appreciate you guys tuning in, always, always. And if, if anything I share with you is beneficial, please share it with your friends and family because the truth is you don't know who's struggling. Uh, and I'm, I'm working with families every single day out here in California who, you know, people don't know they're struggling and they've been struggling for years mightily and just trying to grit their teeth and, and push through it. So if something I'm saying resonates with you and feels good, please share it with your friends and family because it may just be um, something they share that gives them an insight and, and 
gives them an opportunity to find some some hope and some healing and some inspiration. God bless each and every one of you. Big Papa loves you. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop. We can slow down. Breathe with me. And we can choose love. A special thanks to our sponsor for this evening's episode, the Post Institute, www.postinstitute.com. There are tons of resources and educational materials available there for parents who are in dire straits with their children and don't know where where else to turn. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Mañana, mañana. Adios, amigos. Hasta luego, baby.